to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello and welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. This is Monica, and I have a very fun Friday Favorites episode for you today. I am recapping my favorite run, eat, and post I want to repeat for the podcast. This is something that I do every month at the end of the month for the blog, and I'll kind of repost my favorites, just like sometimes it's a favorite recipe, sometimes it's a favorite meal, sometimes it's a race, but I'm just picking the highlights. I love this for so many reasons. One is I'm very big on just give me the bullet points, just let me know exactly what I need to know. So this kind of lets me pick from the whole month and pick out some favorites. And since Run It Repeat is kind of like a diary for me on some level, a running log, some sort of online journal, I like just having kind of the highlights and my favorite things in one place. But in putting this post together, I learned a couple of big things about myself and what I have going on right now. So it was extra helpful. Now, I'm excited to do this for the podcast. It used to be just blog posts, but just putting the links doesn't really do it justice because oftentimes there's a lot more to why I picked a random meal or a run or any given post that is my favorite for the month. So I like that I'll be able to kind of explain it a little bit more. One of the big things that I learned about myself that I want to kind of share first is that I have been doing these highlight posts for a really long time at the end of every month. And I didn't do one in December. And I also didn't do a year recap post, which is something I normally do as well. And that is a red flag on my mental health, on the state of the union that is Monica Olivas. This is something I really enjoy doing. And it's a huge part of why I do the blog, you know, is to kind of have these things as not just memories, but they're they're big pivotal points in my life. And the fact that I didn't do it in December speaks to kind of where I was in the world. And just, I don't know, I was kind of overwhelmed. I wasn't in the best space. And I did have a lot going on for sure, but I have in the past as well. I just think it was, I was in a funk. And I shared a lot about that in the podcast episode that I talked about the my big run win for the year. I'm trying to think of when it was. I will put a link to it in the show notes if you want to hear that. But I think um, there was that, which was kind of just like an emotional post. Like I think it just was like a little overwhelming to go there. And I had a lot of other stuff going on. I have a lot of big projects coming up as well. So I skipped it. I really want to go back and do it. And it's going to seem kind of random now. Like I'm going to do a recap post of 2017 in February of the following year. But I feel like it is necessary. And if nothing else, just for myself, at the same time, I know people had asked about it and it was just kind of, it's easier to recap the whole year if I ever need to just reference something. So yeah, I just wanted to know the fact that I didn't do it was like, I was like, whoa, I have that is weird because I enjoy that. And I just thought it was something to note and to be aware of. Self-awareness is everything. Now let's get to the highlights for January. 
My favorite run of last month was a 16 miler that I did last weekend. And this is another one of those things that made me kind of realize more than just the run or the one thing. It was looking back on it, I have had a really hard time getting back to doing long runs and getting back to higher mileage. There used to be a point where I would do 60 miles any given weekend, whether or not I was training for anything. I just like to maintain that space. Like I I wanted to stay at that mileage so that I was always half marathon ready and I could be full marathon ready within a couple of weeks. And it's been really hard for me to get disciplined again. Like I said, and this is one of the things I'll talk about later because it was a goal for this month, but running first thing in the morning, that getting away from me made it hard for me to maintain long runs because I was waiting very late in the day to run and then I would have other things to do. And so the 16 miler that I did, not this last weekend, but the one before, so two weeks ago, it was such a big deal because I needed to do it for my confidence. And that was very just eye-opening for me, realizing when I was putting together the notes for this post that my self-confidence and my mental strength for running right now is shit. Like it is just in the worst place that it has been in such a long time. And I was not aware of that. Like I was kind of just been self-accepting like, ah, oh, I got to, I got to get back on it. You know, I've, I've got to get back on track. I've got to stick to my plan, run first thing in the morning, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just kind of going along with it. And I didn't realize that it just really has been every time I cut a run short or not skip a run. Cause I won't skip a run, but there, there have been a lot of races that have come and went that I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that that race was this weekend. And normally it's a race that I definitely would have run. Things like that have been chipping away at my confidence and just at me keeping my head in the game as thinking of myself as a runner and as a strong runner and as someone who has a goal that they want to train for. So I realized that how proud I was really, this is what it was. And this is what made me realize is I was like, that is a big deal. And it wouldn't have been a big deal in the past. And this is why it's always hard. You never want to compare yourself to anyone else, but comparing yourself to previous running times, there's this weird dynamic with it because I've heard both that you shouldn't do that because you're in a different place, right? You are, um, older or fitter, or now you have a coach and you didn't before. So you shouldn't be as hard on yourself or you're coming back from an injury and you can't expect as much from yourself as you did, you know, a year ago, but how else are you supposed to measure progress? Like it is this weird thing. And I think you definitely should not compare yourself to anyone else, especially me, because I am a complete weirdo on the internet machine that is just talking to you, hearing cats in the background. But I do want to compare myself to where I have been in the past to know, like, am I in the same place? Like, am I doing the same things now in training that I did when I hit my PR? And what can I do to improve on that? And it's really, I'm doing it to observe and to learn from it and not to berate myself. And that's important, right? Is you just kind of be a neutral observer and look at the things that you used to do that you either don't want to do anymore or want to learn from so that you get better. 
or want to continue because it helped you in some way. And looking at that in the past, 16 miles would have been like, yeah, that's fantastic. No one's impressed. And I'm talking about with me, with myself. And now I was like, I am really proud of that because that is the longest I have run in such a long time. And it wasn't easy. The last couple of miles were very slow. And I finished it probably, it was like just around 15 miles. It was before 15 miles. And I had got back to my car. I drove somewhere, one of the local like kind of long run places I like to go. I got back to my car before I hit mile 15 and I thought, oh, just hit 15 and then I'll be done. Like what's an extra mile, right? What's like 15 to 16. But I knew because I have run 15 miles uh, in the recent past that hitting 16 would really help me feel better that, okay, like you are still there. You are staying on track. You can do this and you can build on this for next week. And I had to run around. Well, I didn't have to, but I just was like, let me just get this over with. And instead of going back out for half a mile and coming back to my car, I just ran around the neighborhood that was um, where my car was parked. I ran around this park a few times and passed by my car multiple times and had to just be like, nope, you are going to finish this 60 miles, which makes me feel a lot better in general, like with my physical ability, even though like I said, those last couple of miles were very slow. I did take walk breaks. It happens. But knowing that I did it and that I passed my car, that I was at least mentally strong enough to pass my car and not be like, forget this, like, and not forget this really, but just more justified to myself. Meh, that's good enough, which I joke a lot that kind of my motto is good enough. Like, yeah, that'll work. It's just like, eh, it's fine. That's kind of where that's what I strive for in life, just because I'm like, yeah, that works. Like, I'm not going to obsess over the random details. But with something like this, it's really important. And it just it made me feel a little more confident in that I can get back on the wagon. Like, at least I fell off the wagon. It ran me over. And at least I'm now standing and I'm looking at the wagon and I'm like, okay. I might climb back on that. At least I'm standing now. I'm not still underneath the wagon. And that's what we're going with. So that is my favorite run of January. Now my favorite eat. I think one of the big highlights of food last month was pizza. I just was craving real pizza. Not, I say real pizza, not something I made at home, a healthier version, which I am all for. And I do very often because I'm a huge fan of pizza and I could eat it every day. So when I do have it multiple times randomly during the week, I try to do, you know, it on English muffins or portobello mushrooms, something like that. I try to switch it up, but I wanted just New York style, like a massive greasy piece of pizza. And I got foiled almost like I was going to go to a friend's house and watch Halt and Catch Fire because we're both watching it. And I suggested we get pizza. The place that he suggested doesn't do delivery anymore. I was doing the order and they said, as of January 1st, we don't deliver unless it's for catering. What? And then it was just like this random day. I don't remember what day it was because... There was one other option, and for whatever reason, that place was already closed. I don't know if it was late. I ended up ordering from, I don't know where it was, Pizza Hut, Domino's, something like that. 
But at the very least, and it's hard anyway, like I know it's a chain, whatever. It's not going to be New York style pizza. It's not going to be New York style pizza anyway, because I'm in Southern California. You can't get like a New York bagel here. Don't have the expectation of getting very authentic, awesome, that kind of pizza. There's good pizza. Don't get me wrong, because I have searched high and low and tried so many different places. And CPK, California Pizza Kitchen, California for life, right? But it's not, I just wanted like a massive, greasy, like floppy piece. You know what I'm talking about. And I was very specific about my ordering and ordered the Brooklyn style pizza from, I'll put in the show notes if anyone cares where it was. I think it was Pizza Hut, but I'm not 1000% sure. And it is, it just like hit the spot. Sometimes you just need legit, like go all in with the treat that you want. Do it right or do it twice, right? And my honorable mention is for, I made breakfast potatoes in the crock pot. I'm a huge fan of the crock pot. And I had to make them a couple of different times because I was doing a post with them and had to do pictures. And I also did a Facebook live last week. So if you don't already follow me on Facebook, definitely um, check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes to me making a fool of myself because um, I have a lot. I have a ton of ton of support on Facebook for sure. And but I just have such a, a bigger following on Instagram that I just felt like in comparison, because I normally do Instagram live and have a lot of interaction, it just wasn't the same and it is super awkward. So yeah, go check it out to see me be super awkward. Yay. The recipe is really good. And what I did after the breakfast potatoes were done is I put them on a sheet pan. Hello, sheet pan, still a fan. And I cracked a couple of eggs on top of it and put it back in the oven to bake. And it was eggs and potatoes like on one dish and it was super awesome and delicious. So that I am a fan of. And now for the post, I would like to repeat, it is the three things I'm changing about my running. And this was a podcast episode as well. So I will put a link to it in the show notes, but I said the three things that I want to do to improve my running are run first thing in the morning, keep a running log and meal plan. And you can listen to that episode for why I kind of broke down why each of those things would help me specifically improve my running. And I want to give an update that running first thing in the morning, I have not done 10 out of 10. Like I definitely have improved a ton with it. And I have noticed that I run faster when I run first thing in the morning because I'm cold and or want to warm up or get it over with. And I don't know, like, I like, I like the morning, the like quiet kind of buzz. There's, it just seems quieter, but there's a ton of energy out people getting to work, but it's before all the kids are walking to school. And I don't know. I like it. I just, I really love a crisp little morning and that does encourage me to keep trying to run first thing before I get caught up in work. The running log has been challenging for me. I think of myself as someone who really likes to write down their to-do list. And I have little pads of paper everywhere. I actually have those um, specific, they're like fun notepads that say, I have, I just ordered another one too. Make a decision because sometimes I can be bad about that. And it's like, 
the dilemma, the date, blah, blah, blah. Worst case scenario, best case, so that you can kind of make a quick decision. Um, sorry, that was knocking a bunch of stuff. But I love a little to-do list on paper. So I thought that the running log would be very helpful for me. Turns out, not so much. So this last week, I have started to use just a notes app in my phone. And at the end of a run, I pull it open and I just say what I ran and kind of, if there's anything really to note, and that's all I wanted to do on the running log is, did I feel really good? Um, Was the weather crazy that it impacted my run? Just did I feel fast or was there any anything that was super challenging, things like that. So this last week I have been using that and I'll start sharing that more since now I have it again. It was just been really hard for me. The running log, the point of it is that I am learning from my runs and I am improving and you have to kind of track things to be able to do that. And so making those notes is helpful. And what I also did was I downloaded the info from my Garmin, my running GPS watch, and learned something else. This is another one of those things that I learned along with not doing the recap, um, you know, these different, just my head not being in the game in my first little note. And now this is, I looked at my previous kind of couple of months of running the Garmin keeps all that data for whatever reason. And I never check it because I don't know, I'm just not super anal about that kind of thing. However, however, I realized, cause I just looked at December and to kind of compare it to January, I'm looking at it right now. I'm gonna pull it up. So in December, 2017, I ran 199.24 miles. I was three quarters away from 200 miles, like a good, nice round number, 200 miles in one month. I mean, I think that more than anything is proof that I don't check this because I feel like even me, and I'm not a big, I don't know, numbers person, obviously, but I saw that and I was like, man, if I would have known, I would have definitely finished that off. Like, it's not going to keep me up at night. But I just kind of think, ah, I wish I would have known this before because I would have knocked it out. Yeah, I'm just, that says a lot about how much of a priority it is for me to check this. But in January, I made up for it. I ran 217 miles, actually 217.6, so and a half miles um, this last month. So I'm proud of that. Go me. And I thought that was a little interesting add-on to kind of look at it in terms of a running log and how much mileage I'm doing. And now I need to obviously work on specific workouts and time and all of that. But uh, I'm pretty proud of me looking at that information. And I'm probably going to do that at the end of every week. So then I can talk about it too, which will help me stay on track and learn from it and improve. And finally, with the meal planning, I was amazing. I even went, I meal prepped for myself and I even went and meal prepped for um, my mom and my little brother and my dad. And then I, again, I fell off the damn wagon and I need to get back on it. And I'm going to get back on it today because last night, hypothetically, someone, I don't know who, maybe Vegas, was trying to make actually individual little pizzas as a snack. And... Okay, it was me. And I spilled spaghetti sauce, which is what I use as the marinara. 
all over and I cleaned it up, but it was really late and I need to do a go like a good, I need to go back and scrub it all down. So when I take everything, um, out of my fridge, I'll be able to assess what I have and what I need and do a meal plan around that. And I have a very busy weekend. So it is good to note that realizing I'm busy and I'm not going to be able to do it on Sunday afternoon necessarily, like I normally like to. So is there another time where I can do this meal planning and meal prepping? So that is part of what is on my to-do list for today. My honorable mentions in terms of posts I want to repeat are the supplement post about the NAD plus. I'm just a fan of, and I'm trying to learn more about it because I, whenever I mention something, I'm always going to get a ton of questions and I want to be a resource. You should never you know, think that anything I say is a substitute for your medical team, medical professional, always, you know, check with your doctor, therapist, mom, cat, neighbor, I don't know. But I'm trying to learn more about that. And I just feel like anything new I read about it is very interesting to me. And man, the whole know your water post too, that was interesting in a little bit of an alarming way, but I am going to filter for life. And that's all. I will put links in all of these favorites in the show notes. If you have a question for me, you can email me at runeatrepeat at gmail.com and put podcast question or podcast in the subject line, or you can call the Run Eat Repeat voicemail. I will put that phone number in the show notes at Runny Repeat. And yeah, I hope you have the best weekend and have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run Eat Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.